0: Hey, besties. It's Everything's Not Fine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to um, today's show where we have literally no idea what we are talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... We don't know what actual words are going to come out of our mouths. We just know we're checking in. (laughs)
1: Yeah. It's check-in time, baby. It's been a little while. Uh, We had Nicole Gonzalez, and that was super fun to check in with her and hear about all that she's up to and her adventures. She's so positive. Not toxic, but she's so, like, I mean, but I like that, she, you know, at the same time, like she'll keep it real talking about like yes. i them out for weeding and, you know, praying for like, dear God, help me not to kill these children because
0: that's yes. real. That is real. But, um, Yeah, I am highly jealous of her positivity. <laughs> but, I,
1: yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I just, I forget. It's, it's amazing. I was realizing like, that time feels far away. I mean, we ne- we've never homeschooled outside of COVID. Yeah, stuff anyway. But like, just that that era. I mean, that's she's she's incredible. I'm in all of
0: all moms. <laughs> yeah. Oh lordy, of all yes. Anybody who's holding it together right now, hats off to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't. It's not like things have. We've definitely weathered worse in this world that I don't even know of any major aside from you know, uh, yeah. devastating war in Ukraine and <laughs> right the, the obvious <laughs> the general fuckery that is our world these days that has been for so long. But it's been an intense, intense couple of weeks around here in my heart. I just have so much going on. Yeah. I just have to remind myself like, girl, you're okay. You have so much going on. Yeah. And sometimes
1: I feel like in transitional times, it's when kind of everything wants to like, start falling off the, you know, the wheels start going off or going off the rails or whatever. And like, you almost just have to like, holding on. We're going to get through it. It's not going to be
0: like this forever.
1: We're just holding on. Like,
0: Exactly that. But it's, you know, that um, there's that meme of like, adulthood is just saying like, next week, things will calm down. Next week, things will settle down. Like, I'm I'm well aware that like, even once this transition is over, I'm pretty sure there's never going to be a calm back down in my life.
1: Yeah, no, it's very true. Uh, This last week was spring break. Uh, For most of us, was it for you guys?
0: Uh, ours was the week before, but
1: oh, gotcha. Um, so it was so funny because, you know, the image of what spring break, right? Oh,
0: we're gonna relax. We're gonna this.
1: Well, the older the kids get, the more like, oh, I still have baseball. Oh, I still have. And (laughs) then you know, Roz was like house sitting and dog sitting, and and then at the end, she was watching her niece or her cousins, and um you know, all of that. But in the midst of it too, they had both those little turd burgers gotten behind in school. So I was like, really had to like hammer down, like, I want you to have breaks. I want you to be able to rest and relax, but you have to do some of this stuff. Like you have to catch up because it's just, you just have to. And so, you know, there was still amongst spring breakiness and we would sort of intend like all right today there's nothing you're just relaxing Uh okay and then today it's you got to hit it hard um which was helpful rather than like kind of a little bit all the time and it just hangs over you yes but it was you know still was like the tears and you don't understand and I'm like you know what I do understand (laughs) This is called getting older and it kind of sucks sometimes Uh, (laughs) for all the wonderfulness that sometimes really sucks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Ellie, um, she's been around the house a little more recently. I think she's bracing herself for when we're gone. She's like, I need to try to spend every moment I can with you guys. She's still planning on not coming Just okay with us. It's fine. I'm fine. Um, no, but <laughs> she, um, she, she was like, remember when I used to want to grow up so bad? Like, I couldn't wait to have my license. I couldn't wait to be on my own and make my own decisions. And she's like, that was so stupid. <laughs> oh, God. It's totally true. I'm oh, trying to remember.
1: There was a very specific, I guess it was just about. All the life requirements. Roz, similarly, she's like, "This sucks." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, and I'm just trying to remember the upside at that time of life. Like, what did make it worth it to have all of those new? life requirements like well
1: I think the just the indep- yeah I think the independence <laughs> right yeah. like and and like for Roz she's not quite where Elle is where it's like you don't really have right. as many life expenses yeah you know it's it, it's you're still kind of getting to have more independence and get to do but you you know
0: yeah
1: don't have a mortgage
0: Well there is that. Yes. Oh Lord Jesus. Okay. Let's stop talking about it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes, yes. But that like the getting birdies to fly. Wow. Oof. Like it's great and it's so rewarding when there's big when there's winds, they feel big. Yes. But they're yeah, they'll like
0: (laughs) of it sometimes. Ooh. It is definitely the grind right now of life. I can't even talk about Jordan because I can't even talk about that right now. <laughs> no, nope, it's, it's fine. It's all so much. It's all so much. He's still got time. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm just, uh, yeah. Oh God. I One thing about having a kid with autism is I feel like in the younger years, Have I talked about this recently? No. Oh, in the young, I can't remember who I talked to about it. But in the younger years, it was, there was a lot of resources, right? Of like, when we first found out his diagnosis and all that, there were so many books and so much like, you know, occupational therapy for his level of autism, because he's, he's like a level two, so pretty high functioning. But anyway, um, <clears throat> there's just a lot in and, and autism. In the younger years, it, there's, um, there's less nuance. Well, that's not true. There's, it's highly nuanced. But for us, there was just a lot of resources for what his challenges were. And so we were able, I was able to learn a lot and implement them and implement it at home and stuff like that to, to really help. Um Puberty hit. And, you know, they say with autism, like once puberty hits it, it's kind of a, it can make or break. Like it can really help things or it can really, um, kind of set some things back or whatever. And for us, I don't know that it really was either one I, or even how true that is, but I definitely know that I don't feel equipped for this time. Like what worked as a kid and all of those tools and all of those things, um, <clears throat> it does not work now. Like it's not, <laughs> it's not enough. And so, learning, and there aren't that many resources. And so, I it's like stumbling around in the dark with a kid on the yeah. spectrum as a teenager.
1: I wonder, and I'm not downplaying because I, I that would be incredibly difficult. Difficult. Yes, I think parents of teens often feel that way, um, on some form or fashion. Yes, um, as well. And I wonder if it's because. It's what's difficult about doing that in that time of life is now you have the consideration of exposing them and you feel more like, okay, I really need help. And is anybody else in this? But I also feel like I need to cover that and be thoughtful because they are older,
0: Mm -hmm. right?
1: When they're five and you're like, they're pooping their pants still or whatever, you're like... It doesn't feel as precious, like, yes. but if there's, you know, as a teen, like we're struggling with these emotions or this right. stuff, like there's some things that you feel like pretty okay about sharing in general to access resources. Yeah. But then there's some stuff that you're like, well, that's like kind of personal and right. like, like they might feel like that's personal and they're older and like, I I want to be thoughtful. Yeah. Um, so, like in this, in the same way that I think a lot of us can feel that in that teen, young adult Absolutely. era, yeah. But but then you exponentially have that because you do have more complexities. Yeah. And and really, this like I am walking in the dark. Like I literally like this is not the every experience. Yeah. That it, it's just, I mean, I, and maybe because of, you know, puberty and that expansion of emotions and expansion of whatever that, like they said, I read a thing that said, when you've met a transgendered person, you've met one transgender person, right yeah. <laughs> you know, or like, I and I think it would be the same, like when you've met uh, someone on the autistic spectrum, you've met one person on the spectrum, right. like, it can be so... So until some of these people have become adults and then are able to maybe share their experience right. after right. that, like, I wonder if in 10 years it will be a different thing.
0: Exactly. because well, of- and same. And honestly, I think that was, even though we're, there were a little bit more resources um, for him when he was younger, it he's kind of at the front of you know autism now is very talked about and very yeah. um, there there are a lot of resources and study it, it's not enough but like you know just honoring autistic people in our world and recognizing them and having a space for you know, everything that is autism is, is grown so much in the last 10 years or so. And right. I think uh, as kids Jordan's age, etc., give us a few more years and then there will be a lot of resources for those who are still growing behind. Because he is at the front of that, like, wave of awareness and acceptance and so I do I kind
1: of think that that's what's going to happen
0: I like that so. it,
1: it will likely be honestly your experiences yes. that will help others right like oh my god we were in the dark but this is what we found or we finally yes. you know this is what worked or how that went and being after the fact being willing to you know whether it's the particular person with autism sharing their experience yeah, and and getting to a maturity as an adult that they yes. can yes. express that and have that like more yes. whatever or as parents that have gone through it to go okay now that we're through it we yes. found our way through it this is what helped us this is what worked this is what yes. whatever which will be wonderful then but it's really hard when you're on the like yes yeah front end and you don't have all of that
0: Yeah, yeah. It's so funny because I'm just realizing how I was very, um, very aware and, like, constantly thinking about it when he was a kid of, like, how do we teach him how his brain works? How do we, you know, like – and. It was so much easier as a little kid because we just put everything in kid terms and it was just like you're wonderful, perfect, you know, blah blah blah, whatever. Um, you just have to work a little bit harder at this, or just some even sometimes now I look at and I'm like, that wasn't helpful. Like, what the hell? Like (laughs) that didn't age well. Like it didn't grow with him. But really, it's like now we're at a place. I was talking to him the other day and I was like, do you know what it means to like, do you know what autism means in your life? Like, do you know how that affects you personally? Like what of you is just what everybody else experiences. And what of you is a little different because of the autism and because of how your brain computes things or whatever. And he's like, no, like, I'm not even sure what it means to be autistic, like. Sure, because you only know your experience. And so I was like, okay, um, I do think it would be helpful if, if we sit down and talk about, like, you know, when you go to the mall and you can't handle all the lights and smells and da-da-da-da-da, like, that's not everybody's experience. That's, it's not, that you know, but that's, it's become so normal in our household to, you know, to just kind of roll with it and know like this doesn't work or whatever that. I don't know. It's, it's very interesting to think about like, how, how, how do we like integrate this into like learning life now? It's very bizarre. I can't even put words to it, but.
1: Well, and you are also in the throes of, and have been, because you have more than one child, yes. that ever balance that all, it's the ever, everyone's experience when you have more than one, yes. of the like, okay, you need attention and help. Yes. Okay, you need attention and help. <laughs> and it's like, oh, fuck.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> like,
1: and, and even if someone's not the squeakier wheel, you also have that like, Oh, we haven't checked in about that. We yes. really need to, exactly. and then, you know, and and that is hard. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think it's hard on, and not to be like my life is hard. It's hard in the best of circumstances, and to have two neurodivergent yes. kids is makes it even extra special. So, it is definitely the the balancing game for me constantly and the thing that I feel like I'm constantly like oops try again
1: tomorrow." sure and and I think you have to you'd have to find some place of grace within yourself similar I guess to what Nicole was talking about too okay yeah. we're gonna whew, reset <laughs> we're gonna try again this afternoon or tomorrow or whatever. Right. Like we've taken a little time out, which I guess is what um, it is. Right. This is the journey of life and uh, and how we handle it and how we get to hopefully example to our children. Yeah. How to do it like a human, like a person that gives a crap and that yeah. You know, hey, you're not always going to knock it out of the park and you're going to come back and you're going to apologize. That's what I was talking with Roz about. I just remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Is she'd been so she's been having this independence, which has been great. But then she's been a little more snippy and she's kind of my inner, like, keep it a little closer to the vest kid. Uh-huh. As far as her feelings, usually she's pretty even keeled, but she's been a little more open to with being you know kind of crabby or being whatever and like lashing out a little bit um and then she would just sort of reset you know with time or whatever but she'd never she wasn't coming back to say like hey I'm really sorry (laughs) you know and so I said babe I've been wanting to talk to you because I think this is normal it's good I'm glad you get to have feelings you get to be angry you get to be frustrated I am not saying you can't have feelings. I'm not saying that I always handle things well. Yeah. But part of getting older is also that okay, didn't go awesome. You're going to do the reset, what you do, but then you also have to come back and for the sake of relationship and yeah. say, "Hey, thank you for putting up with me. I'm sorry yeah. I was being, you know, um jerky or that I really freaked out there or" yeah. Yeah. you know overly harsh or whatever um you know and then comes some of that conversation whether it's I'm not apologizing for the truth of what I was saying yeah I am apologizing for the mode of which I said it yeah. you know because it kind of was starting to get into the dipping the toes of the water of like some not very far from now you're gonna have roommates that don't have to love you
0: yeah
1: well you yeah. know and and that they're not going to put up with that and so we gotta we gotta talk through some of that of like you yeah. have to take ownership for your energy that you bring in the room and the way that you treat people, yeah. um, and not that it's like some out of control situation. But it was it's a good learning opportunity, and some of those building blocks, right? Like mm-hmm. anyway, it was funny because she's like, ugh
0: <laughs> I know you're
1: right. I'm sorry. This is hard."
0: Oh. <laughs> You love it. It's I don't think people understand how important it is to to learn how to be a good. Um, I won't say apologizer, because I think especially as women, we over apologize all, all the time. Yes. Um. But to be a good like person who takes ownership when when it needs to be of like Your actions or reactions or whatever. Um, I think our parents' generation, at least from from those that I know, have such a hard time owning their shit. And I think that's probably partially the reason that our generation is a generation of, like, sensitivity is because we know what it's like to be on the receiving end of, like, somebody just absolutely screwing it up and never acknowledging and being still in flat out denial about it. like Right. <laughs> right? Yes. how That feels. And so we're like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did that to you. I'm sorry. You know? Yeah. Well, and we've had to learn it.
1: Right. And yeah. so it's like, okay, let's, let's try to help you not have to
0: learn this the hardest way possible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it's it's definitely a valuable thing to teach our kids how to take how to recognize when they have stomped all over somebody's feels for a minute and go back.
1: Yep. Yeah. And wanting them just to have some some ability. Right. And that's where it's even it's more it's more complex than. Earlier years of like, you need to apologize. The end. You know, it's like, no, you get to feel upset. Yeah. Like, this is not about that feeling not being acceptable. It's you don't get to be an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you get to say, I'm really frustrated about this and here's why. But you don't get to like,
0: now I'm going to and then leave. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. Exactly that. Anyway. <laughs> the cat That's they cat. say. <laughs> That's what I've heard happens in other I, people's houses. Allegedly, just allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's a lot. It's a lot um this stage of parenting is definitely different and Balancing or adding in like the desire to give our kids autonomy that we didn't feel like we had necessarily or, um, you know, just trying not to overcorrect, but also wanting to, you know, give them different things maybe than we had. it just makes it very much even more difficult than shoving them in a box and moving on. Right.
1: Well, and then when you're talking about neurodivergent, you know, aspects, that's just another, how many layers of that. It's an interesting, I wonder if it wouldn't be, this is where I'm just like throwing stuff out there. I have no idea. But if it would be helpful to talk about different scenarios of like, When I walk
0: into this, this is what I
1: did feel or how I feel afterwards.
0: Yeah, and I think that's what I'm saying when I contrast, like, the younger years to now. Like, in the younger years, all all the time, whenever we were going to do anything. We're going to go to Nicole's house. This is who's going to be there. This is what you are expected to do. This is what, you know, this is how they do things. This is what their family will be doing. You know, whatever. Like Right, right. A 15-minute conversation before we walk into anybody's door or in any store or whatever, which in some ways was totally overkill. But you forget. Right. Like, once that, once you have the basics mastered, at least I did, I forgot. And so now it's like, oh, okay. I, he still needs that. Right. He still needs on a different level. And- a different, yeah, I was going to say, so, but like, but I, but it makes sense
1: that like, oh, there's still some parts of that that are necessary and that has evolved. Yes. And that we need something more yes. in some ways.
0: Yeah. And the thing about, Um, autism and people on the spectrum is I I just listened to what was I listening to oh on Glenn and Doyle's podcast they had that comedian and I forgot her name but she is on the spectrum yes that was that was really good oh I was kind of already Hannah Gadsby is her name I was already really thinking about this stuff. Jim and I, the last few weeks have realized like, okay, we need to revamp the parenting of this child. Um, And then I listened to that and I was like, oh God, this is what I needed. But um, she talks a lot about masking and like people on the spectrum or a lot of people, but in this situation, she's on the spectrum. She was talking about how you learn how to um, you, it's like you mimic the people around you because yeah. one of the things that is is not, um, it's pretty universal in autism is like the picking up of social cues and like the knowing, and so then all of a sudden, at least from what I see with Jordan, like you realize like, oh, I'm not like these people. Okay, study their every move. This is how you're supposed to act in this kind of a situation. Da da da. You know, kind of like when he was a child how we started like teaching him how to do that as autistic people grow older we might be realizing that maybe that isn't the best way to like teach them to mask and and to you know mimic what's going on around them (laughs) and what was my point Oh, just how she talked about once she learned she was, she was autistic cause she was an adult. Um, she realized like, Oh, I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. Like, that's not how I work. Cool. Okay. Move on. Yes. Like now I just get to, I don't have to want to be social. I don't have to want to sure. be in this situation. I can just be what I want and feel what I want. And, um, Wow! Like, I—it's definitely a time of like. I—I I want to walk you him through situations of like this is what the this is what's happening in the world in this situation, uh, but not like this is how you are expected to fit in the situation. Yes, yes. So that is to to parent this stage well is going to take a lot of mental work of like seeing the world through his eyes and trying to figure out <clears throat> how to best walk beside him in it and, you know, be there to yeah. support him. Well, and that
1: isn't an interesting. It's good. It's so good. But because again, you're on sort of that front end, it is a little bit of the like, Ooh, okay. Regroup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do think there's something maybe about I liked she when she was sort of saying like. Maybe it's less about masking and trying to just look like the rest and more about being able to say, find a way to say, well, because I am on the spectrum, that's not how my brain works. And so I'm not going to do that. I I don't want to do that. Or I do want to do that, you know, like, yes, um, or here's how I see it. Yes. Um, And being, finding ways to be more um, communicative. Yeah. Um, Which, of course, would be a learned thing, but that would then help make it like, oh, great. Okay. So the expectation isn't um, that you see it the way I see it or you feel it the way I feel it, you know, Mm -hmm. and that other people can adapt. Yeah accordingly so that they can speak the same language, quote unquote. Yeah. You know? Um, and it's not always like it's it's unreasonable that it would be Jordan's responsibility to mask for everybody else. Like I think it's it's everyone's responsibility to learn more and to be able to adapt and try to speak the same language, right? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. Like I I guess I a little bit think of it like when you go to Mexico, it's ridiculous to expect that everyone's going to speak English,
0: right? Right, yeah. Like, yeah.
1: and when you're with people that are from Ireland and you, or, or not Ireland because of course they speak English, but like you know, if you're with people that are from Africa, uh, you know, there's a kindness there. There's a care that you can give in, like maybe learning some things about, yeah, you know where they're yeah. from or the language they speak and what yeah. have you. And so anyway, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's really
0: stupid. Yeah. No, I think it's great. I think I think one of the reasons that makes it so hard at this age for him is that teenagers are assholes. <laughs> yeah, the there's word. That. And so <laughs> um, at least at this point, he hasn't encountered anybody that wants to enter his world yet. And so um, how much more like isolating can that make a person feel you know like i don't know it's my heart hurts for my for my boy for my kids like it's just and and truthfully like we all experience that on some level um like you know you don't know what a person is coming into the room carrying today you know it's We all have life that's happening. And, um, gosh, I definitely am learning, like, for myself and in therapy and all of that, like, how much what inside of my brain is experiencing that day because of trauma or PTSD or, you know, whatever, just life something is going to cross me differently today than it did yesterday. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we have to give each other space. I mean, just because I'm not on the spectrum that I know of, like <laughs> at this <Sure>. point. <laughs> sure. No, you're
1: right. I think there's, there's a lot of overlap there just in life. Yes.
0: Yeah. Of but it doesn't mean that um, my sense of, Walking into a room and knowing where I belong in that space and knowing like, you know, because of my trauma is a constant for me, like walk into the room, read the room. What do these people need from me today? Put on that mask, be that. Um, that's not healthy. Like, right, right. <laughs> you know, and so I'm learning that even on my own. Like, it's for completely different reasons, but a lot of the same things. But then at the same time, like, we live in a world where that's what's expected. We don't really give each other. I mean, yes, in close personal relationships, you know, we may be able to do that. Um, But walking into the DMV, like, nobody's thinking, is this woman carrying around a 50-pound bag of trauma today? Yeah, no, they don't give a rip. They're like, take a number. Dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And part of that is just practically, like, practically, we can't, like, you know, life still has to go on. And we have to, like, just do our jobs and not, right, you know, but kindness goes a long way. Like, yeah, that's fair. Letting people be who they are and just respecting people sure does go a long way. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that it's a big 34 minute long tangent that but I think that's real and relatable. Like that's- I'm so glad we didn't know what we were talking about today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um Yeah. What's on your mind, Nicole? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nothing. I was just trying to think about, yeah, it's interesting.
0: Yeah. I definitely um, have been very aware of like, obviously I'm going through a lot of therapy for trauma and childhood trauma and adulthood trauma and all the traumas, but um, a family member a couple of weeks ago was in a situation and basically sexually assaulted and boy was that like and and the situation was similar to something that I have experienced and so who that brought out the PTSD like it has been a um putting to work of the tools that I've learned So far, you know, and a daily, sometimes hourly, like, okay, where, you know, the situation probably would have shut me down and I would have just like, put my head down, done my life, shut down emotionally, relationally, but like, and it's a struggle, like to not do that, honestly, every day, but I feel like I have so many more tools and Um, you know, the situation is triggering to me, like, as an abuse survivor, as a mother, as a this, as a that, you know, like, it's so triggering on so many levels. And so it feels like every time I turn a corner, it's like there in front of my face of like, oh, okay, how do I, how do I operate in this room today? Like, how do I operate in this life right now? this moment and I'm so very grateful for the tools that I'm learning in therapy and like just having words to explain how it affected me you know like yeah um and my point in all of this was um it's become so like they talk about um in like a medical community, even like how trauma can present, like how it someone who is dealing with trauma can, can have like symptoms of ADHD or symptoms of autism or symptoms of, you know, whatever neurodivergences, like PTSD is considered a neurodivergence because it changes the way your brain, um, experiences the world yeah that makes sense um I I like I have been drawing a lot of lines between Jordan and I like mine is completely PTSD and but these last couple of weeks I'm like oh my lord this it's so the science of it all is just so mind-blowing like when I can separate myself out of like my own personal story right now and just look at the science of it it's just like Wow, we are incredible beings. Like, yes, the way our brains and our systems and bodies work, it's so unbelievably amazing. And wow. That's so so, complex.
1: So (laughs) complex. I think it's so cool, though, that you and so helpful that you can draw those connections of like okay it's for different reasons but also similar like yeah
0: yeah that's real yeah yeah well I can tell you it's great to have the awareness but it's freaking crazy town in my brain so (laughs) I'm not saying I'm crazy. I'm saying it's crazy in there. Yeah. There's, just, there's a lot happening. It's a lot. Yeah. But never in my life have I been so grateful for a good therapist. Let me tell you. Jeez, no kidding. Everyone should have one. <laughs> in my dreams of winning the lottery, I'm able to put our family therapist On a full-time retainer. That would be amazing. So that is part of my weekly, at the very least, (laughs) lucid dream that I have. (laughs) Which I still have not bought another ticket. So that's not happening. (laughs) Yeah. Damn it. Same. Yeah.
1: It's really going to have to be a real, like, biblical situation. Like some Mm -hmm. kind of miraculous
0: something. Like a lottery ticket just ends up in our pockets. It just floats in. Uh We don't know where it came from. (laughs) Oh, man. So that's what's going on with me. Yeah. I don't, I'm, yeah. I don't know how much more I could even say about all of that because there's so much to say that I can't condense it. Yeah, it's I'm all right. It. Yeah, well, it's a lot. <laughs> and you know, now I'm 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 telling myself every day that I'm going to pack up this house, but so far, two tubs have been packed. But it was just like winter stuff that needed to be put away anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Ellie and I went through the office, but it was mostly hers, so I didn't do a whole lot in there. Um, I've got to start packing because I'm really taking it seriously that I'm going to go through and, like, get rid of some things. Like, I still, have I talked about this? I still have tubs of, like, the artwork that they did in kindergarten. Like, some of that's going to need to go. Yeah. Sift through. Keep your favorite things.
1: But take pictures. That's a good little trick
0: yes yes yeah I decided I'm gonna like have them hold like whatever my things that I'm deciding are cool but I'm not gonna keep I'm gonna make them like hold it up like they were five years old again and take their picture with it that's adorable (laughs) (laughs) that's cute yeah there's all of that stuff right
1: like To go through, for sure. Well, meanwhile, the Allens over here still have their Christmas lights up in the outside. They're only white lights, and they've been off, but they're still up. I need to take them down. Now I'm feeling like a real jackass in the neighborhood.
0: Well, I mean, they're white. They could just be party lights. Well, they they
1: were winter lights after Christmas, (laughs) But now that we're pretty thoroughly into spring is when I'm like, it's time.
0: Well, are we, though? Because it just snowed at my house. So, oh, I my it. God, it didn't stick, really. But someone who lives not very far from me had like three inches this morning. So oh, the nuts. That's crazy. Yeah, it's we like to say around here that there are three false starts to spring. OK, so there's like. I actually think there's even a meme about this somewhere in the world, but like there's a really nice day and then it's followed by a couple of weeks of dreary rain and then there's another really nice day and you're like, yes, it's happening and or maybe even a few days and then, oh, like this, it's going to snow and then there's a couple, another week or so and then if we're lucky, it'll be real spring sometimes there's a false start a third time but oof like somebody put some put some started their garden yesterday. Oh and, no yep all of a sudden so she's out there putting plastic bags all over everything because it's not gonna live. You don't put your garden in until Mother's Day. I was gonna say that that's kind of a general rule I keep hearing So yeah she got a little excited. I do get it, though. I've been feeling that for sure. Oh, me too. Me too. Except right. for I do not want to clean out my flower beds. And so I'm like, yeah, we're going to have another winter here for a few weeks. I'm going to wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd be doing anything because I'm
1: going to move anyway. But that's just me. Maybe
0: that's. Well, i yeah. will get a nice letter from the HOA soon with a fine oh. if I don't. So Fair point. That's a whole other thing, isn't it? God, you'd be up to like 500 bucks in fines with your Christmas lights by now. Yeah, I'd be in trouble. It's a good thing we don't have
1: one. I'm sure somebody's tempted to send one anyway, but. (laughs) (laughs) Let's check one up.
0: Nah. It's barely, barely spring. It's
1: fine. (laughs) It's Uh, it's been kind of fun. I have a friend that I was in like youth group with high school back Uh in the day and we've been doing that Marco Polo app oh I've heard of this for years but Um, I don't know it it's super cute so you can just like make little videos of yourself and you're like talking and chatting and whatever and within this app like it doesn't have a limit like it's it will notify the other person that you sent them a Marco Polo and then you can like listen to it at your convenience and it saves them. So even if it's like super long, you don't have to like, mm-hmm. you know, start, you know, whatever oh, right away, makes- but it's super cute. It's so fun. Cause you get to see their face and hear their voice yeah. and like they can, you know, you can, if you live far away, like we do, it's, you know, she was like kind of showing me around some things and it was just super sweet. It's been really fun to connect and, like, learn about kind of what life is like. And we've even been – it's been really cute because I was like, okay, I feel stupid asking this, but, like, do you drink? Like, where Uh do you land on – you know, because, again, we knew each other from church and we were kids, so that was not – and teenagers. Um, And so, you know, now we're, like, both married and kids and what have you. But I'm like, you know, do you go to – what do you – She said, what podcasts are you listening to? And I thought, well, this could be a game changer. It could be positive or it could be negative. (laughs) Because then you kind of dip your toe. Like some stuff is just general, right? Like, oh, I listen to this and that. But then there's some that's like, "Um, have you ever heard of this person called, you know, like Glennon Doyle? And it's like, if you are old school um from I'm meaning like my old background, right? Super hyper conservative, super, you know, beliefs from the nineties, you know, or the eighties that I knew you in, um that might I might be a heretic (laughs) to you. Or have you, you know, shifted like I have and you know see the world differently she has shifted and that really made my heart feel good.
0: Oh, that's so nice.
1: But it was very funny. Cause I was like,
0: Oh, yes. okay, let's do this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <I love laughs> it, it. it was really cute. So it's been really fun and like kind of just been a fun little thing. That's like, Oh, there's a Marco Polo coming at me. That's fun. Oh, so fun. Yeah. Super cute. And then, um, hilariously so she's from minnesota and so i have been hearing her voice so frequently oh, like yeah. all this last weekend i've been super midwest it's been hysterical
0: i but have it, noticed i don't know how long this has been going on but i have noticed in the last week or two yes a few little things that i'm like oh <laughs> oh yep
1: Yep. And that's why, because I, I'm a classic. Like when I get with them, I can dip yes. right in. Oh, absolutely. You know, Cause I grew up there. Yeah. Um, so it's been really fun. I've been howling everyone. So I'll be like, Oh, I'll take a scoop of that. And then and they'll be like, Holy crap. What just was that? <laughs> like, so then, yeah. So it's been really funny. And there's a TikToker that does this impression of her mom. And, yes. and she's very Midwest too. And so my favorite phrase of that is love you so much, but get your head out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so between that and then my girlfriend, we've been, I've been howling every once in a while, just like flip right in to a good little Midwest accent and just go for it. It's pretty. I love it. Highly entertaining.
0: I <laughs> love it. We, Um, Jim, Ellie, and I, this was before she left for school last year. Sometime we started watching Fargo together. Oh yeah. And that's a lot of Midwest. And so we really tried to pick it up and, um, use some of the terms. We thought it was cute, but we don't have the natural inclination. Now you give me a show with some people in the South. Yes. I am. Right back in there, and it has been a lot of years since <laughs> I, because it wasn't, like, I didn't even live in an area with the, with that accent past, like, uh, 12, you know, like age 12, and I worked so hard in, sc- like, especially at school, to lose my accent, because, listen, <laughs> The ridicule of a country bumpkin sounding accent in Phoenix, Arizona was not kind. And that had to go. But anyway. um,
1: That is amazing, though. I do love it. And I have experienced the Southern. And it
0: is impressive. Well, when I get mad, like for years, Jim would purposely make me mad to hear (laughs) my accent come off. Um, or like when I would talk to my family on the phone, he'd be like, "Oh, who'd you talk to today?" Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. But it, especially if I'm angry, it can come out. God, I love it. It's so
1: funny. It's such a funny thing. We're just humans are funny people. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been we've been highly entertaining ourselves with such things. <laughs> Just just on the random.
0: <laughs> I
1: love it. Then every once in a while, Aaron will l- listen, Bearman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Which is the maiden name, you know. So. Yeah. I love it when I get maiden named. It's real special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've done something real great if I get the <laughs> maiden name.
1: it does get the attention that's for sure it's not at all a negative uh like for me but it does but it is definitely an attention getter and it it does always make me laugh
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah ellie actually jim for a while did it so often to me like okay sanford like that now, Ellie, if I, if she doesn't like how I'm acting, she'll be like, okay, Sanford." <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. yeah, <laughs> sorry, babe. That's
1: not for you. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. No. <laughs> oh, too cute.
0: Yes. <sighs> well, do you have any updates on your life that you want to share? I, you know, nothing like extraordinary. Oh.
1: We, uh, we just went this last weekend. Well, Aaron. Oh, actually, I have <laughs> I have some good ones. So Aaron was in D.C. You know, for the first part of spring break, uh-huh. he took eighty kids, eight
0: zero eighth graders, to Washington D.C. and New York. This guy. So for those who don't know, he's. I mean, he's a teacher. We know this, um, and he's been doing this for years. Years. Right?
1: Yeah, and he loves it. Like during COVID, when they couldn't go, he uh-huh. moped around the house for days. Like we should be in DC right now. Like, like he he has something different in his brain. I'm very glad that he does. It makes him a good teacher. But it, it but something is different in that. Like I would never want to do such things.
0: Oh God,
1: with, with eighty eighth graders or forty eighth graders for that matter, or eight or um, yeah. yeah there's not that
0: girl, not par-
1: parenting an eighth grader is hard enough. I mean, they're like brain damaged. It's a whole thing, but you know, so it was quite hilarious, you know, just telling stories and he goes, so I, I forgot that, you know, with your group of what's normal for him is a group of around 40 mm-hmm. with that group within, you know, they hit it hard. They're walking 10, 12 miles a day. They're going, you know, from 7 a.m. to like 10 at night. And these kids are just exhausted. Oh, yeah. So he's like, I I forgot, um, for one, how different kids might be post-COVID. And they are. Like their yeah. stamina level is way lower. Yeah. Their um, just stress about larger crowds is way uh-huh. higher, like way more stressed out. Wow. way more. And that takes it out of them. Right. Like that's stamina zapping too. Yeah. Um. So all of that. But then also he's like, you know, in a, in a normal year, you've got the random, oh, I broke my glasses. I lost my phone. My tummy hurts. Like, you know, different stuff, right? Like when kids that need a lot of sleep, don't get enough sleep, you sometimes can get like nauseous yes. or whatever. Yes. And he's, you know, our kids are now have surpassed this age. So he thoroughly just like goes in dad mode and super sweet and will like, honey, let's go get you some, I'll run to Walgreens or Rite Aid or whatever, like I'll go get you some Pepto or whatever and we'll just like, you know, handle it. It'll be fine. So there's that. But then you double it and he goes, I forgot when you double the number of kids, like you're doubling that stuff too. Uh And so he just had like situation after situation (laughs) that he's like putting out fires and like on the way home, they're exhausted. They've purchased things. So one girl in particular had, you know, purchased different stuff. So she's got her bag is just max packed. She's got a backpack full to the brim. Then she's got a paper sack that (laughs) she's also put things in, but they're in eighth grade. So they're still stupid. And, yes. like, you know, not using all – they're not firing on all pistons. So mm-hmm. she doesn't put, like, you know, what you're – you would put, like, maybe tennis shoes or, like, an innocuous, like, sweatshirt, right? Like, bulky stuff. Uh-huh. She's got, like, dirty underwear oh, and, no. like, personal items in a paper
0: oh, sack. No. Oh,
1: no. So in the middle of LaGuardia security line in oh, New York, oh, her no. sack explodes. And shit is everywhere, mm. including the most mortifying things you could have. I mean, for an eighth grader, right? Yeah. Like everybody wears underwear. It's not that big of a thing. It's yeah. not like they were disgusting. But like for the eighth grade girl, you yeah. know, she's just dying of mortification. Her stuff, and she's she just she just jumps and lays on top of yes. this. Nothing exactly. To here. <laughs> exactly. But she's almost like immobilized. by like I, I don't know what to do. I don't. I, I, don't, I don't know what, what to do. do. Uh so Aaron's just grabbing stuff it's okay it's okay it's okay okay we got this and he's like Jehu because our son our oldest was there as a chaperone he goes I remembered that he had a little room in his bag Jehu I need your bag so we're just shoving her shit in the. is that okay okay with you and just like shoving it in right like just solving, solving the problem yes well then they get to the you know a very front of security with this girl and now they're the last ones everybody else has gone through of their group uh huh and she can't find her boarding pass no,
0: because really. of the
1: commotion. <laughs> so, Aww. so he's like, Listen, I have a manifest, it's got everything in there. Here, see, hers, or whatever. Can we just get through this checkpoint and we'll reprint it on the other side? No, oh, fuck. so then he's like dying of mortification because this guy does not like inconveniencing others, like random right. stuff happening, like he can right. flow with it, but he hates it, yeah. So, he has to wind his way she waits there he has to wind his way back through like 400 people to go get it reprinted gets it reprinted thank god you know but then again all the way i'm sorry excuse me excuse me excuse me all over again (laughs) finally gets up there okay fine they get through it's all good and that's usually where it's like take a deep breath we're cool well their group is so huge they had to take two different Kind of, you know, they had two different planes. So they had two different stops and they had chaperones. It was all worked out. It was fine. Well, his group stops in Minneapolis and there was like half the kids, So 40-ish.
0: Uh-huh.
1: That's fine. Again, it's the end of the trip. Everyone's exhausted. They get back on the plane and he is just about to kind of like snuggle in and like fall asleep. Everybody's on the plane. We're all good. And he gets a tap on the shoulder. Oh, Mr. Allen, they need you in the back. And so he's like, okay, he gets up and one of the kids, one of the boys had it thrown up everywhere, (laughs)
0: like
1: like explosive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And thank God he had two other students next to him, but he's in the middle seat and it's like, it smells, it's pooling. It's like on booking everything, like it's pooling in his crotch. And he goes up and he just goes, Mr. Helen, it just came so fast. I didn't realize. Oh, my gosh. And everyone's like, oh, shit. So they're, like, trying to help him and, like, clean. But, like, it's so much that it's everywhere. They have to, like, the captain comes on. Uh, So there seems to have been an accident on the plane, a little situation. We're going to be delayed. Hang tight for me, folks, you know sweet Jesus so all the other non-students are just giving him the like, glares Aaron you know this man who must be in charge of this group and this kid is just sweet and pathetic. but like oh. he's like mixed you know exhaustion and he probably just ate like total garbage yeah because it's the first of, you know no parents right whatever. and so and then if he was like already kind of not feeling good from flying like he just it was terrible. So he's got it. It's like he's got to change his clothes. Like he's thoroughly covered. And like some of his seatmates, you know, like have it a little on their shoe and whatever. So the kid next to the window. Oh God, that poor kid is, is. <laughs> is like six two, two fifty, and he's like hanging so tight to the window he's like trying to like make himself so small and he's looking at Aaron and he's like holding his mask because it's still on the airplane and he's like Mr. Allen I gotta get out of here I can't do this the smell the like I gotta get out I gotta I gotta move and Aaron's like dude I get it I hear you but you cannot move you will get vomit everywhere like there is no scenario in which you are You know, getting it through this right now. You have to just stay there. And he's just, like, green and, like. God, love him. I was howling. Like, they had to call a cleaning crew. A cleaning crew comes and finds whatever. And this poor kid that puked, like, needs to find his bag but he can't remember which compartment he put it in. So they're oh. looking through all of them. Finally, someone else is like a buddy of his is like, dude, here's my shorts, you know, like grabs his bag. Here's my uh-huh. shorts. Just go change. Okay. Thanks, man. You know, they're being gracious. Well, so then they clean, but then they have to call the mechanical crew because it's been so bad. They need, he needs a new seatbelt. <laughs> like the whole thing. I, I, was howling. And Jay, who's just like, bomb the smell. Oh, my God. The like. And we're just all stuck in this like hot box.
0: Oh, my God. What? Thankfully, the
1: people at the front really didn't know exactly what was happening. Like, you know, because this is sort of towards the back and whatever. And this poor kid, it's not like he did anything no.
0: intentional.
1: He's no. young. It caught him by surprise. You know, it's just sort of a series of like. Unfortunate events. Yeah. But we, he's telling the story, and I am laughing so hard. I'm crying. Like, I'm like, no, no,
0: oh God, no, you know, like, (laughs) just one thing
1: after another. And he's like, and yet I get a thank you note from a student the next day, like via text, and I'm done. This is why it's like crack. It's the best job ever. Oh. you're amazing. Absolutely. Is amazing. Like, what the hell? But I had to share because that story, sorry, I hope you stopped eating if you were listening to this and eating at all, but <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. I had to tell it because I just think it's like, of course, sure. Of course. Like just sure. Put one more, put
0: it on my tab. Just yeah. whatever. <laughs> you know <My> plus <laughs> I'm telling you what the adventures the Allens have <laughs> just, just in the realm of vomit alone.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. He may be just specially skilled. So, so he draws these situations to him. I don't know, but yeah, it's it's very true. My sister-in-law Megan was dying. She's like, Oh God, if that would have been me, I would have been throwing up next. Like oh, yes. for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh God.
1: Oh, gosh. Poor thing, no, but funny. dying, dying laughing. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So he had all sorts of adventure. And then the next weekend we went to Leavenworth with a couple of friends, just adults. And
0: mm-hmm. it was
1: super fun, but he was so funny. He's like, well, you guys, I'm pretty tired. Cause I took 80 kids and everything was like, I'm not sure if I've told you this, but I took 80 kids. <laughs> and they were like, God damn it. If I hear one more time, they took 80 kids anywhere. <laughs> this is your dumb fault. We don't care. Exactly. <laughs> but it. oh my God, it was so right. funny. That hot dog. He's a sucker for it. We won't go. He won't. He has already given them lots of warning that the next two years he won't be doing it because Roz will be a senior and then Noah will be a senior right after.
0: Oh.
1: And we're trying to or um, hoping to do senior trips during spring break. Yeah. Um, because as a teacher, you have lots of time, but you know, going in the summer to some of these things just sucks. It's like way yeah. too hot or way too many yeah. people or whatever. So yeah, so he's already, he's going to have a couple years of break, but I'm sure he'll be itching for it again, which is just hilarious.
0: That's awesome. He yeah. is
1: a special person. <laughs> he's a special breed and that could be taken in all, all. <laughs> <assets>. <laughs>
0: Only the best one.
1: <laughs> All manners of way. <laughs> yeah. But it was, I did, like I said, I just, I, I have had to share that story a couple of times because it's just was like, are you kidding me? No. And then they're like, and then, and then. <laughs> oh,
0: <God. laughs> oh, I can't believe they had to, they should have just deplaned everyone for crying out loud. Honestly, and it was
1: like an over an hour, I mean, situation, poor things. It was, it was (laughs) hilarious. (laughs) But I could see too, like you finally have everybody there, the idea of deplaning and then you can lose. I mean,
0: it becomes a whole other thing. Yeah. Well, I think there's rules about even when, what you have to do if you deplane everyone, I'm sure it creates way more work. So probably, probably. Yeah,
1: so the adventures of Aaron. Oh, God love him. What a guy. Yep. So back to work, back to school now. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a relief. Yes. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, it, I think it is. I think it will
0: be. We'll see. Too <laughs> cute. Oh, well, that was a fun, that was a fun adventure to end this with. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. I've always surprised about bodily fluids. (laughs) (laughs) Well, folks, next week, we will come back with a focus of some sort, if you're lucky. Yeah. No no guarantees.
1: (laughs) But we'll keep it interesting,
0: or at least we'll try. Always. (laughs) Always. All right, I love you. Yeah, love you. And we and love you too, guys. We love you all. You're not alone. That's right, I'm with you. Okay, bye, friends.